Hello everyone. I apologize for the very ad hoc release of this podcast lately. Uh, I love the podcast. I love doing it and editing it. Uh, but believe it or not, it is somewhat time consuming and I'm very focused on the film at the moment. Uh, so because of that, I'm going to only do one episode after this episode and then I'm going to give it a rest until I can give the podcast the attention it deserves. All right. Cheers. Welcome to the Neil Bean and Craphead Show with me, Breen's on feet. What? <laughs> Sean Beans. Oh, that ain't right. Oh my God, Sean Beans on feet. He does have one of those faces, doesn't he? So the sort of uh, face you would find in a fetish magazine. He's very piercing eyes. I mean, that's. I think you can obviously discern those from behind a gimp mask. I think. <laughs> I remember. I remember when I was about ten years old. Me and my friend found his parents' copy of Joy of Sex, and we went through it all. And it went from an exciting experience of, ooh, I want, ooh, we're going to learn about sex to, why the beard? Have you ever read, have you ever seen Joy of Sex? Do you even know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about, I think, he's, is it Robert Winston or something like that? He's got or a Robert particular... Winston, the science professor. Yes. I could have sworn, right, there was one sex OBE, video. MBE. Uh, that, uh, um, that I saw both at home and uh, at school that was hosted by someone with quite a prominent moustache. Um, but it was this old guy, he talked about it in this very peculiar, kind of bizarrely kind of in, intimate way, and it was always kind of quite creepy. It was talking about getting erections and what, whatnot, right. and there was just, just one kind of unadulterated shot of a real dick getting an erection during it to explain what an erection was. But the, what kind of fucked me up about this was that the way that <laughs> it, it, it came cut, all it just, over the lens... No, well, it was just, it and, was, and what it, it came was cut between <laughs> orange. Just saw the aperture of the penis dilating, and just Heinz came tumbling out one by one until you could see he was up to his fucking knees in them. Luckily, he was in a bath. <laughs> it was cut between a talking head of Robert Winston, right? Look, like looking right into the camera, talking about it, and it's the way it was cut. Just. When I first saw it, I must have been quite young as well. I assume, is this Robert Winston's penis as he, uh, getting an erection as he's talking about it? <laughs> so I don't think I can watch this. This this man with this moustache is astonishingly creepy. And every time I, I saw him subsequent, I was always on the back foot. Yeah, it was kind of gross. But then, and, you know, you could see that whoever, whoever the, this dick was, you know, there was no kind of, you know, middle-aged punch going on. It must have been, obviously, a younger, different male. But I, my mind couldn't have coped with that at the time. So, uh, yeah, I, I always... You know, I want the narration kind of... to do that. I want the narration to be... Robert, Robert Winston saying something to the camera, camera sort of, you know, every mammal has, you know, has an erection while they're asleep or something, some fact like that. And then we go down to the flaccid penis and it starts to get erect. And the narrator goes, of course, this penis isn't Robert's penis. This is the penis of a younger, different man. <laughs> this is a micro-penis. <laughs> this is what it looks like when three penises get erect in close proximity. Uh, one must stand aside as the other duel. I had, another, I had another book that I found. I think this was my dad's book. And it was a bit more sophisticated than The Joy of Sex. And it was called something like uh, The Tao Guide to Love. And it was um, old old style Japanese pictures and sort of a guide to sex. But it was, it was mental because it was all about like the guy will jump off a cliff 40 feet. No, the woman will jump off a cliff 40 feet and land onto the man's erect penis. But it wouldn't say penis, it would say like yam or something, onto the man's yam. It's very hard to masturbate to. But that's what being a kid is all about, overcoming those barriers. I mean, those are the first hurdles in life that you have to overcome. Let's stop saying overcome. <laughs> the such thing is overcome. There's definitely a thing it's undercome. Well, this guitar hasn't been properly cared for. <laughs> Look how dry the wood is. <laughs> oh, God. It needs some treatment. This could take up to a couple of months. <laughs> is that what we decided it would take, a couple of months? That's an effort, though. Oh, yeah, no, that, that's, that's full time. Um, <laughs> and you've, uh, 
and I, you pull on a couple of double shifts there as well each week. Just after after you know your your second session of the day, you get straight back onto the running machine eating your yogurt. Yeah, it's a pretty what, strict regimen of yogurt, what, pineapple, and asparagus. Yeah, Oprah on a cycle on the big screen. <laughs> You're chained. You're chained to the fucking machine. Having spoken about cum for nothing but eight minutes, uh, yes. I have some uh, Game of Thrones news that I'm sure you're familiar with, being a huge fan of that series, Game of Thrones. Um, did you hear the the latest gaffe that has come from Game of Thrones? There's a... Mm. You gone? No, nothing. I'm just being uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> There's a nice still image somewhere of... An actor on the left and Amelia Clark over there, and she has a Starbucks coffee cup in front of her. Uh, I mean, so what? Are people laughing yes. at it, or people just incensed that she would drink fucking Starbucks? Immediately, it goes to Amelia Clark. Yeah, it's not a continuity error. It's it's, it's Amelia Clark's mistake. Yes, oh, and course, we are incensed. Yeah. yeah, incensed that she would drink coffee. Is that what you were going to say? Well, from so, uh, a chain so you know, a corporation so prominent, so. So powerful, yes. People are like, we thought HBO was all about the little guy. Well, that, that's the news I, you know, that's the game of... Th should we do a jingle? No. Okay. <laughs> game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, news, news, news. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Amelia Clark, Clark, Clark. Acting. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> I can't speak and not hear Chris Tarrant's voice. What, when you're doing that, or do you have you been afflicted by some terrible I'm, psychological condition? I mean, I especially heard it just then, but yeah, I can... I've started to notice British accents a lot more, and they are fucking irritating. Oh, really? Gordon Ram I've been watching a lot of Gordon Ramsay recently, uh, you know, for the last okay. 25 years, and... <laughs> he, I was about to say, yeah. He, he, his accent, I, I actually quite like his accent, because it, it's usually quite clear, but there's a, the occasional word where it almost sounds like... Lincolnshire or something, and it just makes me cringe. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I try to think what will happen when you come across like Liverpudlians or something from somebody from Blackpool. I'm sure that will make you kind of fold yourself inside out. No, it's okay. It's okay when it's like that, when it's uh, an out and out accent. But when it's sort of a, a toned down British accent, I suppose like mine, and then you hear the. I suppose what I'm really saying is I hate my own accent, but. I thought you could tell you, you say you hate my fucking accent. What? I love Click. I love the Australian accent, David. <laughs> whatever it Cunt. is, we did. Yeah, whatever. We did it think is. it was Australian, didn't we? For yeah, a while, little, and then your dad yeah, was like, still "No." Do. Some uh, some guy at the pub who uh, um, apparently works with children, um, retarded children. He kept. He was very emphatic on. Did he? he did he say about, retarded? Yeah, he said retarded. And he said I work with retarded children. Yeah, he was shit-faced. See, now I'm thinking that they weren't retarded at all. They were normal children, and he was the one who was... I mean, he was... Mentally... Yeah, he, His abilities had been... Retarded. Um, he was asking... He was intrigued by my accent, and he was asking me about where you're from. Are you from Australia? Da, 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 da. And I was the same rigmarole I always do when I get that. I said, no, it's just, just me. Everyone else in the family has more conventional English accents. Like, oh, that's really interesting that you kind of talk your own way. Do you think you might have Asperger's? Because that would definitely be a symptom of that. You might have autism. So I'm going to move away now. Thank you very much. That's amazing. <laughs> Enjoy your That's drink. Amazing. You see, now that really does lead me to believe that that room full of people were not, in fact, retarded. I can't believe you said retarded if you worked with them. It's terrible. I, maybe they were. Maybe it was just some people he'd met and had bullied into <laughs> just going along with the charade. Like, yes, I've got Asperger's. He's just there. He goes going to a nursery, and there's a little piggy bank in the corner where they buy, you know, which is where they save the money for the milk that they buy these children. He just walks in and gives them all a good kicking every now and again, and just walks away with a little fucking piggy bank. It's like right, fucking booze money for today. Sorted. Be back tomorrow, same time. Little kid pulls on his trousers and they say, "Here, mate, would you like some milk?" And he's like, "Oh, you speak differently. Get in the pen." <laughs> Let's, let's slate this one for a lobotomy. All right, I brought my own so, pencil this time. So this is somebody you briefly met in a pub, but you managed to gleam how, where they worked. Oh no, he, he yeah, it was, it was it, there were two guys, but this guy, I mean, was just kind of in close proximity. So he just started talking to me. I probably spoke to him for about twenty minutes, and then I kind of you know 
made I, I I broke away from him and just kind of you know did my own thing. He made a point of like coming up like forty minutes later and like trying to apologize. It's like you know I know I know what I said you know I didn't mean it in this kind of way, but you know I. It is, you know, okay. it could be Asperger's, you know. It's, it's good. Like, all right, dude, I'm not Your personality, off. you know, that could be Asperger's. <laughs> That's weird. That's... Mm. Oh, dear. I mean, was this supposed to be an apology, or did you want to call me a... Did you want to call me autistic again, you know? <laughs> it, it would make sense. That I'm, uh, th- that I'm on the spectrum. I mean, I mean that has poisoned me since uh, since he told has me it? that. Yeah, I've I've it's been like You've six months. You have to take down all your David Hasselhoff posters. <laughs> I always wondered why I couldn't make eye contact with people. You see, ev- everybody knows the Sonic thing, but the David Hasselhoff thing—that's the that that's the sort of the sign of it before that generation. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I gave you the Game of Thrones news. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I uh, I came across recently. To avoid talking I mean, about, we don't this have film. to try. You don't have to try so hard. You know, we've gotten away with it in the past, and I don't think anyone seems to give a, that much of a shit. I cannot describe how boring this movie was, uh, and not in not in any sort of entertaining way. And you know, I like Michael McKean, and I like Fisher Stevens. Not in this, but <laughs> really, <laughs> what do you like him in? <laughs> do you know, I, I found a uh, I found an article from 1988. That seems to be like legitimately praising him in this movie as someone so, like an actor has accomplished some sort of massive transformation. Really, like like Daniel Day Lewis has become this person. It's speaking of him like that. Maybe we should describe exactly what's going on with Fisher Stevens. But I mean, surely people aren't going to fucking know what Short Circuit Two is. I mean, you could put the rope, you could throw up Johnny Five, and people will recognise it. And then I would be very surprised if people didn't. Because it's kind yeah. of massive, right? I mean, at the time, the, the robot was considered quite an accomplishment. And I've, in terms of, like, special effects, it was, I mean, it always kind of stood out. I mean, I, 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 I would say I enjoyed watching this movie. I got a little bit nostalgic watching because I do remember that it was one of those things that we bought for 50p and shat on relentlessly many, many years ago. We bought Short Circuit 2 for more than 50p. It was, it was like a pound. Oh fucking hell! We were fleeced. And we were fleeced, and uh, and essentially, I only owned four DVDs, and they were <laughs> Sinjinor, Short Circuit Two, Mooseport, and something like Humanoids from the Deep. Deep, oh yeah, which uh, which was also terrible, <laughs> and, and therefore we 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 watched Short Circuit Two a lot. Uh, but but I also realised watching it, like, I've never watched this movie. We would just get drunk and talk to... I mean, didn't we have a game where we would we would drink every time that anything vaguely racist happens? I mean, that you know, it must have been blacked out after about half an hour. Today, in its current form, it would be considered a hate crime. But I don't think anyone kind of gave too much of a shit at the time. I mean, well, the, the, well, anything that Fisher Stevens kind of uh, abstains from is bobbing his head left to right while he's talking. But I don't see why he, you know, he, he made that his decision because everything else is in pretty fucking poor taste. Fisher Stevens is a white actor playing an Indian man, and he's playing him to the point where they they actually do have Fisher Stevens. I think he has blue eyes. They've they've put brown um, contact lenses on I, him. Really, I didn't. Yes, I didn't spot that. Okay, and I don't understand it because. He's sort of playing a stereotypical Indian, but he's not really that exaggerated. I mean, like you would you would expect if they were going to do this, if they were going to have a white actor play this Indian guy, it would be like fucking out there. Like, why don't they just get an Indian person to do this? It makes no sense. Why don't we just not get Peter Sellers? <laughs> why don't we not just? Get... But Peter Peter Sellers, well, yeah, well, yes. <laughs> well, goodness gracious me! I mean, it's it's pretty much that the whole time. Oh, Mister Number Johnny Five, please to be not interrupted my speaking. We were working on him one day, and suddenly he struck by lightning, and from this moment on, he's having a mind of his own. So the government tried to destroy him, so he ran away. So now he's living with my friend in Montana in a cabin in the woods in Cognito. But, you know, as, as sort of insensitive and, um, you know, not, not, not something that could be repeated today as all of that, as that Peter Sellers film was. What, what film was it? I think it was like The Party or something like that. The Party, yes. Yeah, e- even, as, even as sort of not, not cricket as that is, at least that's funny. 
Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, I've just... The third picture. I'm just looking at it now. That is unacceptable. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. They, they blacked him right up. Jesus. Maybe that's just the lighting, but that is a truck. <laughs> this one of him in a turban, it, it looks like boot polish all over his fucking face. He may as well have been sweeping a chimney. He may, he may as well have had white lips. Oh, man, that's awful. It is sort of like that. I mean, like, what the fuck? It doesn't even look like he's... It doesn't even look like that's his skin colour, right? It looks like he's... It must have been fucking slim pickings for Indian actors at, uh, at that time. Uh, I, I, can't... I mean, I, I can see that. I can see that it was slim pickings in Hollywood. But seriously, it's it, it's bizarre. And Short Circuit 1, which we never speak of, uh, certainly is a better film. But I, I, I fail to see why they did this, because... Uh, Fisher Stevens isn't even the main character in that film. But I think I see the thing is about this. I think I've seen that movie maybe once, the original one. But I, much like you, I've seen Short Circuit two, the better part yeah. of a dozen times. Well, probably yeah, plus. much like me. When I watched it last night, that was the first time I've ever seen Short Circuit two without you. Okay, that's a weird <laughs> thing to say out loud. <laughs> Since I've, I've ever I've seen, watched it I've without seen. spending half an hour saying flim flammed. <laughs> <laughs> These books, don't smuggle. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have nothing to say about this other than it's shit, and I'm glad that the other character was played by Donald Trump. I didn't, I hadn't made that comparison, but yeah, it's kind of astonishingly similar. I bet Michael McKean is very pleased. No, I, yeah, I, 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 I didn't struggle with the first half of the movie because that's kind of where there, were, there was a lot of nostalgia with all those quotes and what have you, kind of brought those kind of back to the surface and I kind of laughed along with that, you know, the third act and what have you. I just, there's, there's nothing positive about that. There's no. nothing that we would take the piss about. It's just slogging through this really it's, fucking vanilla humour from this, this it's a, yeah, go on. dodgy robot. It just doesn't land whatsoever. It's an incredibly lazy film. Mm. Well, I, did, I mean, it's obviously beat around, hey, we've got a robot, let's just make a movie. Um, well, but it, yeah, this is what I was going to say. It's it's the sort of film that no one wanted to make, right? There wasn't some young director going to a producer going, I, I hear you're producing Short Circuit 2, give me that, I want that. It landed in Kenneth Johnson's lap, known, known for the Incredible Hulk series. It landed in his lap, he had to do it. The writers had to do this. Everyone involved had to do this. There is no passion in this movie at all. You can tell they filmed it like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> there, there were two bits in this movie that I liked. Um, or, or not necessarily that I liked, but that like got me thinking. And the first one was... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll do the first one second. The second one was after Johnny Five gets into trouble with Los Locos, a group of street thugs who are stealing car stereos after that when he's on his own again they never come into it again you the setup is he meets these thugs and they sort of manipulate him into stealing stuff for him but they're all right and it's kind of meant to be like they're going to come back later and help him they're never in it again nah. after that immediately he's like arriba 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 come on and it's like that's that's what like 30 minutes of being around these Latinos did to him. It made him go Ariba Ariba constantly. <laughs> uh, but the first bit as well was uh, so so part of this movie is dual heist, uh, and part of this movie is um, robot becoming man, and another part of this movie is Fisher Stevens wants to get into bed. He wants to fall in love with this woman who, for some reason, has been given the responsibility of lining up the toys that this company is going to sell over Christmas. And before she finds the short circuit dolls, which are sort of centered, uh, the centerpiece of this film, um, she's got lots of different ideas. And one of her ideas is it's more or less an Alice band. Do people know what I mean by Alice band? Yeah. I, yeah a hair yeah. band. Hair band, yeah. A hair band. It's more or less a, ha a hair band, but it's got like two fake arms coming from it. And the, the hands at the end of the arms are like robotized and like gripper air. And that was awesome because that, that gave me a good 10 minutes of thinking about, like, I'd love to have horns coming out of my head, you know, at the traditional point of your head, sort of where the, 
you know, where the receding hairline is, like there, but on the end are these tiny hands. I love that. <laughs> like, and the hands can clap. That's what they were doing. They, they were clapping in the movie. They see. wouldn't just do that on my head. They'd also, like, grab boobs and stuff. Yeah, so I was thinking when I saw that, it's like, that's great. That's like another toy that I'd be able to fuck. What? The hands thing? The hands thing, yeah. How would you fuck that? I mean, I, I know how to fuck fuck hands i, I fuck mine yeah, quite but, frequently yeah, but I, were, I presume it's were, the same with all hands no if they were coming out of your head you would have to do that by like putting your chin into your sternum no no what i do, do now, right as you say it's, 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 it's like you... a headband so what i do is i just put it around my thigh and it can just kind of <laughs> ram a crotch and i just kind <laughs> just of clap around your penis and that would be pleasurable would it well well i mean it, it, look it was obviously oh yeah crap, but oh, you that's said so good oh janet Oh, you Janet you, you, you said Thank yourself, you. right? <laughs> you said yourself that it doesn't. Clap. Oh, not the teeth, Janet! Grab. You know I can't stand that. Oh my god! <laughs> Too much ball play. Too deep. Uh, you said yourself it, well, it, it doesn't clap. It grabs the air, so it doesn't look like it's capable of much strength or even that much speed. All right. So well, I think well, the, to the toy claps, like general... but my my horns would grab at stuff. I'm not it talking about your horns. All right. Okay. I wish I would fucking get a rip from your body and somehow sew to my thighs so I could fuck. <laughs> no, well, it work you're not you. listening. I'm just saying th th this toy was looks perfectly service serviceable. All right. Um, so look, this just, once. I think they could maybe like pronounce the thumbs a little bit more because they weren't that defined. It might make a little they, bit they too flat. They were more like nubs, weren't they? Yeah, you yeah, need yeah, two yeah. joints and a thumb. Well, I'm thinking like if the if if the the thumbs were a bit more pronounced, I could definitely just stick to fucking one of the hands, and the other could kind of like palpitate the my scrotum at the same time. You know, it's, it's kind of like a like a double header kind of type thing. Yeah, works in kind of more ways than one. Maybe you know, but this is like I. It was ridiculous that that woman had that that that, that kind that kind of prestigious job because she obviously wasn't asking those kind of questions. And if you are, you know, it feels like that's something that should be going back to R and D. In all fairness, and not not straight to the what is it, the CFO or CEO or whatever it was. Fuck. That. I, I agree. I don't think it's a great idea. But in fairness to that young lady, she ha she certainly has a uh, a future in engineering because it was a finished product. <laughs> it wasn't a great product, but it was a finished product. And that's all we can really ask. And that's all Mr. Rogers ever really asked. And that's all Janet Street Porter ever really asked. <laughs> I keep thinking that Janet Street Porter is a band. <laughs> I've just been listening to some JSP. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, you know, the uh, the front man, you know, he, uh, he was playing at Coachella the other year, yeah. Burning Man's next, you know. <laughs> Burning Man, yeah. That's where Dre started out, yeah. And then it's a conversation about that. I'm a rap producer, you know. I'm a rap producer, yeah. Oh, you're, you're the most really boring, boring person I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm just looking at my... Just look. You're not looking at anything. It's a black screen. <laughs> my notes said, Amazon stars, I've done that bit. Fisher, Fisher is a black man. I've done that bit. I wish I heard horns that are hands. I've done that bit. Donald Trump, I've done that bit. Kodak, yeah, this film is sponsored by Kodak. Uh, Los Locos, and also um, the last thing I wrote was take advice from the autistic robot. Well, it's like I mean, a sort of final thought. They seem to have mistaken personality with pep. I can't say pep without it popping. Pep. It does sound like you're fucking tapping pep. the mic. Well, maybe take, take a step back. Pep music. <laughs> maybe I try pep. I see. Do you have anything to say about Short Circuit other than ugh? I've still got um, I've still got IMDb open. If you go up to the top, look at the poster for the movie. If you look at Fisher Stevens, right, you'll you can see his shoulder is it's in front of Johnny Five, and then you'll yes. notice that the rest of his head is behind him. I see that one. It's a moment that doesn't occur in the movie whatsoever, but the look on Fisher Stevens's face is a little peculiar because it does look. I mean, Johnny Five looks very pleased with him himself and you can only see one hand i can only presume that johnny five has got one of his fucking bony metal fingers up fisher stevens back address right now because he does <laughs> not look happy he looks very perturbed i think i disagree i think it's nothing to do with johnny five i think that fisher stevens has just seen a loose rolling hot dog in the middle of the street <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's just escaped the carnage that would have been if it had been hit by these two tires that have rolled by. And it's a, it's a miracle that it hasn't. It's, it, it's perfect timing and he cannot believe it. And he knows in the moment that he's the only one who's seen it. It's like that time I saw that pigeon slip over on some tiles 
uh, just outside a subway station. It slipped over and it looked at me all embarrassed. I'm the only one who saw that, but I know it happened. <laughs> a pigeon, you say? A pigeon, yeah. They looked embarrassed. I also saw a sheep once uh, taking a piss, and I uh, I turned a corner, and it was uh, it was a, like a, a lamb almost. It was a bit older, sort of like between a lamb and a sheep, uh, a teen sheep. And it turned a corner. I t- I turned around a corner, right? Okay, and so startled it, and was very close to it. And it was taking a piss, and I was about t- three feet from it. And it looked at me, and it went, Meh! as if to say, ah, I'm taking a piss. <laughs> then it was really embarrassed, and it stopped pissing. It so did, to make it, 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 it I felt it, embarrassed. It looked, make- no, I, it, it was trying to stop pissing, but it couldn't. That was the, <laughs> that was the awkwardness between us. It right, couldn't okay. stop pissing. It wanted to just <laughs> run away, it, but it couldn't. It was like, oh, no, okay. it was slowly waddling off, but you could see it was just getting it all over its fucking four ankles. It's like fucking well, I, I just sat in the portage on next to it and read my paper. We <laughs> More fool the lamp for not closing the fucking door, you know? Yes, that's right. Yes. Well, nothing has improved at work. Um, but <laughs> nothing to report it... either. <laughs> no. <laughs> at least, are they still using Evian bottles? Oh, they put up. They what they have done right is because they've obviously got complaints about these guys just not only pissing all over the seat but uh, pissing all around the toilet as well, and I guess just really roughing up their fucking pubic hair because you just find pubes all over the toilet seat. And the, what they've what HR have done to combat that's the nasty. problem that's is nasty. they've got, gone into Microsoft Word and they typed up well they know that they typed up a little uh, little rhyme. You know, uh, uh, printed it out, and they've just kind of pasted these kind of half-assed posters. A little rhyme about pubic hair. Uh, no, not be the same. I'm trying to remember it now. It's uh, this awful, awful rhyme. It says, "Let's like guys, if you make a mess, try and reduce the cleaner's stress. Uh, Don't cut your pubic hair on the in the like, work bathroom." If you make a mess, redu- please you reduce the cleaner's stress, grab some paper and then a bit more and try and leave a nice dry floor. And that's how they've chosen to remedy the problem of excessive fucking bottle leeway sprayed all over the walls of the men's staff bathroom. I mean, you know, even if it was a bit of that on the floor, that's not good enough. Get some fucking 401 and spray the fucking floor and wipe, wipe that into the, the floor. I mean, God's sake. You can't. You don't clean stuff by just dabbing it off the floor. No, 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 not of course. You need you need a lot of fucking bleach. In fact, I would say that fire is the fire. only thing that could fire, fucking yeah. remedy that. Fire. Well, uh, now it's time for the quiz. Yeah, the quiz. Uh, did we say we were going to do Aladdin next, or did you want to do the core first? Um, well, how many more episodes do you reckon we're going to do? Not yeah. as if we need to get it out time, you know, in a timely manner. It's, it's not that sort of show. <laughs> it's, I mean, the, the, the show is viewers. No, itself. thank you. <laughs> okay, we'll do the core first. Okay, so oh shit. Well, I better. I, better I, I thought we were going to do. I thought we were going to do Aladdin. So I well, okay. Well, let's just do some lines that we would imagine would be in the core. Okay, so what film is this line from? I can't believe I'm stuck on this floating septic tank with you lunatics. And that's from Dr. Konrad Zimski from The Core. No, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Did you blow your load a little bit there? I've got another one here. How about this? How about... What, what line is this movie from? Hey guys, we're closing in on the inner core. <laughs> <laughs> I like okay, how about this one? Memorable yes. quotes from the core. <laughs> how about this one? Yes, 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 yes. And what if the core is made of cheese? What movie is that from? Well, it's from Grubber, oh, no? <laughs> we'll do it, we'll do it. Yeah, I know, right. What, what about this one? Restart the core somehow? What movie is that from? <laughs> how about this? <laughs> the, right, you'll like this one because this drops the name of a famous person. Are you going to be doing that Carl Sagan narration all the way down to the core? What movie is that from? <laughs> I hope every one of these makes the cut. Do you remember earlier I said, hey guys, we're closing in on the core? Same character. That's a clue. He says, into the crawl space. That has core fluid at over 9,000 degrees. That's right. It's over 9,000? 9, 9, <laughs> 
<laughs> Who says that? What film is that from? Whatever game we're playing. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I've got. Oh, man. I'm going to have to watch this now on my own. The, the taglines for this uh, film are pretty pretty interesting. Hang on, let me Earth get has a deadline. Yep. In a year, everyone on Earth is dead. <laughs> the only way out is in. That's the best one. Yep. That, that's actually a tagline. The last one, say it with me, colon, I don't know. This spring, mankind's <laughs> greatest threat is Earth itself. Yeah, but it wasn't <laughs> like this. It was Earth's fault. <laughs> this, is the, this is the one for the Belgian postpart. The core of the Earth has stopped spinning. <laughs> I like it. It's direct. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't bury the lead. <laughs> you know where you are with that. They're just counting on people not speaking English when they see that, that poster. <laughs> I think we should make a note on the podcast, Damien, that the first episode that we uh, do of, I guess, season four... It has to be, and we'll have to watch it together when I see you. Okay. It has to be. What, what's the what's the film going to be, Damien? Uh, it's it's, it's, it's got to be one of two things. It's either Mooseport or Sinjinor, no? It's neither of those things. Oh. Do you want me to give you a quote? I Frankenstein. That's right. You fucking got it without me doing any quotes. <laughs> the quote I was looking for was uh, the character Niberius. Uh, and he says... A crash contrived effort movie that's not even good to watch in a dentist chair. <laughs> and it was, that really confused me when I saw that. And that's a quote from the movie. That's a quote from Niberius in the movie, yeah. Okay, no. Well, I. Another quote from the movie is Adam Frankenstein saying, Remember, I have no soul. To which Gideon replies, God will surely damn you. To which Adam <laughs> Frankenstein replies, He already did. Oh! <laughs> oh well, I mean, if we're going to go down that road, we still we could maybe we could possibly toy around with fucking video game high school as well. We could do like an episode by episode breakdown. We could do like talking video game high school. You know, pretend like I'll I, I might as well just delete the old YouTube channel and we'll just start this one. It's clearly <laughs> going to be it. Oh yeah. god. Well, I was just going to bring it back to Short Circuit Two to say that they really squandered this robot. How so? I mean, its face is quite articulated, but I think it's obviously quite limited in what it's, it can, yeah, yeah, well, limited. <laughs> well, it is, it, exactly. It's very limited in what it could do. And that's why they shouldn't have made it like Inspector Gadget, but it's a robot where he like falls out of windows and he's clearly going to hit the floor with his head. He's about two inches off the floor and then it cuts and he's fine. He's going to land on his tracks. I know he's got a glider as well, but we don't see it deploy. Like this whole film, it never has any money shot where you see something happening. It's always like... Johnny Five's about to do something, and then he has done it. Yeah, I, I understand that. But again, this is kind of like a pre-CGI kind of time, really. You do thought, like, well, we have a sort of limited robot. Maybe it should be more about, like, a robot coming to grips with it being a robot or, you know, becoming human. I, th I think they should just make something like this today. You know, they get Boston Dynamics on the fucking case, and they just make a... They make Goatbot, you know, the thing that will not fall down. And it's just 90 minutes of just him just being, well, just being in, impossible just to being pushed in, about. Yeah, basically. He's, yeah. No, well, no, the, the, the well, you know, his, his trial. stands there with his, his hands on his hips going, come on, load that faster, Johnny Five. <laughs> you miserable <laughs> Johnny Five. You <laughs> miserable Johnny Five. You miserable Johnny Five. Pleased to be listening to the words that I am saying to you. Johnny Five, you must not go outside. Yeah, that's Fisher Stevens's incredible nuanced performance there. Yeah, I think we both had pretty flawless fucking impressions there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got <laughs> we've, we pretty much secured our place in the remake. You know, we'll, 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 we'll like tag team the the scenes or something like that, and we'll just you know we'll swap it out. I think I, I think we're yeah we're, we're we're up there. You know, <laughs> I'm so, we, I really we, think they this is utter shit. This no, one. no, no, it's fine. It's fine. To kind of you know. Un unweaving my childhood but there you go was short circuit was short circuit a part of your childhood no not at all i'm just fucking i'm just being melodramatic for the sake of it i could not give two shits i i went into it kind of excited i thought i might enjoy this more than some of this the shit that we have watched in the in the past but um as i said like the first half was kind of fun um and then that wore off and then i i stopped watching and then a week later i watched the second half of it um I thought it would be something I could laugh at, you know, and there, there are sort of bits of that, like uh, the the toy manufacturer saying, yeah, we'll pay $50 a piece for this piece of fucking shit toy. It's clearly just a remote control car. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll pay $50 for that. That's great. Stuff like that, but they were just so few and far between. I think that's probably true of Mooseport as well, isn't it? I couldn't tell you fucking anything about that other than it has those two people in it. And that woman from ER. There's a woman from ER in it? Oh, there we go. You see? Yeah, she's the woman in it. Oh, there was only one. Yeah, she's not on the DVD cover. Good. She has no place there. (laughs) She wasn't running for mayor, you see, whereas Gene Hackman and Ray Romano were. Oh, the mayor! It's it's coming back. It's coming back. It was yeah. You see, that that's what Donald Trump needs to do after he wins. After he finishes his second term, he needs to become the mayor of some. Where he must battle Ray Romano to the death. It's this bizarre kind of like midwestern town that's kind of been out of touch for too long. You know, Ray Romano's outfitted like a fucking raider from Mad Max at this point. You know, Donald Trump's fucking stepping in for the first time. I guess at this point, after his second term, he's what like eighty. He must be pushing eighty at this point. He's yep. Yeah, so I mean, he doesn't sound a hope in hell. He's, like, Ray Romano has like fucking like nails that are like five inches long, sticking out of this gauntlet. Yeah, you know, they're, they're long, they're long. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just gonna go straight for the rib cage, puncture that fucking line. The real conflict comes from the committee who's who are deciding uh, Ray Romano's party's candidate for the mayorship. So even though he's the most popular candidate, the committee is entirely corrupt, and they place their own man in charge. And that's the real antagonist of this film, and the people who. I guess the DNC, it would be the DNC. Who is their stooge? None other than Alf. (laughs) That's right. Because he would be a Democrat when you think about it. He's back in Democrat form. (laughs) I actually think Alf, Alf Alf could disrupt all of that just the same way Donald Trump did. It could be like Joe Biden says something and then Bernie Sanders says something and then Alf, and Alf just talks a lot of shit. But because he's talking a lot of shit and because it's Alf, all the cameras go to Alf. And that's how he wins. That's how he becomes the president of the United States. I thought this was supposed to be a mayorship in a very small town in, in Midwest well, America. Well, yeah, but, but that, he progresses and he progresses. Yeah, and then it's Ray Romano versus Alf. <laughs> on the, the Lord ti- of the White The title House. of Emperor of the Universe. They fight on the moon. Well, they would have to on account of, you know, on the, on the account of, uh, you know, Alf's incredible height disadvantage it would only be fair <laughs> yeah but you see alf uh, can breathe in the vacuum of space I yeah so they, Ray yeah. Romano can't do that he's got only he's got a few seconds to land a killing blow yeah but he's still got those claws right <laughs> and and alf has very small legs yeah but the, you sort, know, of, sort of like rigel from farscape yeah but there's like kind of, kind of traditional like dual rules so like they would stand legs. like 10 paces from each other with their backs turned and in low gravity I don't think that Ray Romano can really kind of cover the distance and really get those nails in before you know he's consumed by well as I say the lack of environment I don't know oh okay so, so as soon as this duel starts Ray Romano's <laughs> oxygen mask just like immediately just ripped off his face oh god yeah 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 okay, okay it's okay, rigged to make it you fair. know Alf right. is, is corrupt as the, as the no, best no Ray Romano could totally do it if, if it's only you know so 10 or 20 paces between them yeah he can cover that distance and kill Alf before he runs out of oxygen I mean I'm guessing when he's landed the killing blow that's when he gets he gets his oxygen mask on or no, maybe it's not that, you know, he, Ray Romano doesn't know, but his, like, personal trainer throughout his campaign, right, has been fucking, has been doing some dodgy dealings, right? What he's been doing is he's been, he's been stalking Alf, right, and he's been trying to obtain, like, biomass so he can get a sample of his DNA, and he's, like, what he's trying to do is work it into his fucking, uh, Ray Romano's protein shakes in the hopes that some of that DNA right. will grasp. Ray Romano doesn't know this, was but making. by the time that he gets to this final you know this final like in skirmish on the moon he doesn't realize that he's like 50 percent fucking alpha at this point so he reckons he's gonna fucking you know there'll be explosive decompression you well you can't breathe all this kind of stuff he goes for it he realizes you know he missed his opportunity but he realizes he's not succumbing to any of this stuff and he thinks oh he doesn't he doesn't understand why he goes you know that gives him his second win he goes for it he fucking nails alf to the fucking moon right dead and he finally wins that fucking office, but as you know, as he's making his inaugural uh, speech, he, you know, it's it's he starts fucking Cronenberging, like bits of his face start peeling off. Ray Romano's face splits open, and a fucking tiny baby elf just jumps out. Short circuit right. too. <laughs> Short circuit too. No moose yeah, port. Moose port. We can we can have moose moose port too. We can have we can have a whole spin-off thing as well about Alf's cabinet 
Because I think Judge Rinder could be the Justice Secretary, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, hand in hand, he could be the Time Secretary, and all of that. We can have a, a whole ensemble cast, they can have their own films as well. Um, I mean, we can have a whole Love Boat. Like, Love Boat can be the Avengers, th- you know, where they all come together. Love Boat is where the president makes his decisions. The president being Alf. Baby Alf. Baby, Baby Alf. Alf. Baby Alf from Manu. All right. Baby Hyphenate Alf. the name, you know. <laughs> Baby Alf from Manu. Yes, because Baby is his first name. <laughs> I mean, he, he married Alf. His but he's, name's he, Mr. He Baby keep, Alf from Manu. <laughs> he, he wants to keep his own name. He's, a, he's still his own man, even if he That's is funny. Baby Alf. Yeah. <laughs> It's more of a civil union than a dominance thing, Damien. <laughs> Even though there's no discernible physical traits of Ray Romano to be fucking seen That's anyway. Right. It's, it's, it's Alf, but with Ray Romano's voice. <laughs> it's like he's talking and it, it zooms out and you realise, like, fucking hell, this is Alf. And as you realise, he goes, That's right. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, that's I, as good as an impression I think we're going to get out of either of us today. That's right. There you he, go. He does have a very peculiar voice. That's right. Not as much as his brother, Robert. Now, I was thinking as well, speaking of Alf, wouldn't you just love to make a Everybody Loves Raymond episode and without anybody reacting, change Robert with uh, Sam the Eagle from the Muppets? <laughs> But no one, no one, no one remarks on it or anything. You can see the person underneath doing the, doing the puppet, puppeteering. <laughs> it's like so it's just like that Jar Jar Binks yeah. thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a full Muppet. He's just got like the head of Sam the Eagle, just a gaffer tape to the top of his head. <laughs> Danny DeVito is uh, doing the dishes and he's got two Johnny Fives <laughs> on his legs uh, but without the tracks just sort of like doing handstands and they're just talking about input to the, to each other they, you see they cancel each other out like knees You, you one knee is no good is it when you think about it, you need well, two. I like didn't magnets. think Danny DeVito had knees. Yeah. yeah, that famous interview where he talks about his stature. He's like, he, you know, he was. I don't got no knees. <laughs> I woke up in a field hospital and they were sewing my feet to my knees. Well, then he has knees if he's saying that. <laughs> oh, shins, bollocks. They were sewing my feet to the bottom of my thigh bones. <laughs> I found they sewed my bollocks to what was left of my fucking shins. I, if that happened to me, I'd just say, lose the feet. I just have some fake. Just leave the things. bollocks there. It's fine. The bollocks are a different matter. But I mean, if if my if my shins were machine gunned, and I woke up and they were sewing my feet to my knees, I'd be like, "Thanks, but don't worry about that. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> I'll just have a prosthetic leg. Thank you. Just one. <laughs> well, where would you like I, it, I'd, sir? I think I'd rather. Please. I think I'd rather be in a wheelchair than walking. A, I'm like, what am I saying here? I'd rather be in a wheelchair than be a dwarf. That's te- that's a hate crime. Mm. I'd rather be on a skateboard, I think. I'd rather be and dog on and skateboard. Why would you rather be on a skateboard? Uh, you know, keep my... I reckon it'll be good, uh, it's a good workout for the arms, you know. Keep me... Keeps what, it'll keep what's left of me, you know, in, uh, in good shape. And it's always a talking <laughs> point. I think people are so used to wheelchairs now, they're kind of very passe. If they see me on a skateboard, kind of like hobbling along... It's a talking point. So, sort of like if you like if you want something because your arms are so developed, you just go everywhere, and everyone everyone's really yeah, like you say, people are used to uh, people without the use of their legs being mobile. But what you're saying is you'd be like a monkey man, like getting everywhere, and people would be alarmed. But you'd use it to inform people. You'd be like, yeah, it was the war or a tractor accident, whatever applies. Yeah, well, I think yeah. I, when I say skateboard, I think it's like a temporary solution because you know while I'll be doing that, obviously I'll. You know, I'll be out and about, but I'll be on a course of, you know, a stem cell treatment, right? So in the, in, in the hopes that, you know, not only do they become more developed, but my arms might grow a couple more feet as well. So I can simply <laughs> right. just walk. That would be them. an advantage, yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, within a year, I mean, that's how long it takes, right? I'll essentially be walking around. I mean, it'll be, uh, walking about, you know, independent, independently. I'll just have to pretend that I don't have any arms while I'm walking, but... If you didn't have any arms... Would you still go walking about? Hmm. Depends because what neighbourhood. Because, you know, it's sort of, sort of like you couldn't open any doors, could you? I, hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying would you go fell running, but... 
Maybe I would get some like guards for my teeth so I could maybe manipulate a few kind of basic objects with my mouth, but without the risk of fucking up what's left of my teeth. I donate blood all the time. <laughs> In the hope that I lose enough to lose consciousness and then slip into the nightmare an, an will be over. Sleep. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, we're we're being too harsh. It could be quite manageable, (laughs) not having arms. No, if you don't have any arms, do you know what that means? It means you'll grow up with character. And that's all that matters, growing up with character. (laughs) But we all know it's about the arms, George. Our entire society is founded on arms. (laughs) When I was a kid, I could never understand why we have two of everything, but I get it now. (laughs) So, just letting you know. I bet if that lightning had hit any other Johnny... It would have been a normal Johnny. Johnny Five is just—he's just unbearable. He's just insufferable. Yeah, he, he is. deserves. He deserves those two people he's working with because <laughs> they're assholes. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're—they're—they're they're, they're definitely weird. Will vote for me in 2020 if it isn't time for your horoscope. Taurus, April 20 to May 20. Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. It's finally begun. Do you feel it too? Do you taste the tin in the wind? Can you smell the copper in the soil and the cesium in the waves? Doom is coming. The end is near. The day spoken of in legend is almost here. A great cleansing will wash over the earth, and also maybe a bit will get on Pluto, but that'll come out. That bloke with the sandwich board was right, and not for the first time. That lemon sweater was a bad choice. He was right to mock you. Openly. Cats will wear pants, but not human pants with two legs. Cat ones with four legs. And shirts. Cat shirts. With no armholes. Because they don't need armholes. But bizarrely, there won't be a hole in the shirt for their tails. They'll just sort of tuck it down either side of the tail. That's if they're feeling like fancy cats. Otherwise, they'll just go shirts out. And that will look even weirder for some reason. Like one of those medieval horse jackets, but on a cat. They'll also get along perfectly well with dogs. And that's decidedly out of character, and a bit fucked up if you ask me. In short, the world's set to be a right mess for the next few weeks, so just keep your head down. I can't warn you about all the dangers you may face in the coming months as there are far, far too many and I too have a life and skipped clarinet practice to write you this, so don't be selfish. I have, however, taken the time to list some key things you should avoid and or take advantage of over the coming 8 to 10 days. Number 1. Timothy Oliphant is not to be trusted. There is the Timothy Oliphant we all know, love, and sometimes think would make a good substitute for Bill Paxton since Bill wandered into that cave in Kamchatka and never came out again. But there is also the other Oliphant. The Dark Oliphant. The Doppelfont, if you will. Seldom spoken of or seen in the flesh. Like Puck or Loki, he is a being of pure, malevolent chaos. He can't hurt you physically, so breathe easy for now. Just don't ask his advice, because he will just fuck with you. For there are two Timothy Oliphants. One always tells the truth, and the other always lies. Number two, try to steer clear of Delaware. It's a fine state and a lovely bit of country, but it's also roughly the area Hillary Clinton will instinctively be drawn to before she begins digging down, descending deeper and deeper through the Earth's mantle as she chews her way slowly towards the planet's molten core. She's been a fine public servant and a dutiful stateswoman, but it's time for her to return home. If you live in Delaware, move. Number three, if you see Kevin Spacey, just fucking run. They've had him contained for the past few years, but he's escaped and with his foibles now public knowledge and nothing left to lose, he's become a right menace. Dashing about covered in thick sweat and something else, we're not quite sure what, but we've got some guesses and none of them are good. He's taken to chasing innocent people down, cornering them, then flicking them right in the tip of the dick, hard. It's not life-threatening, but it bloody well smarts, take it from me. Number four. 
buy that 65-inch 8K television you've been privately coveting. The money's no good to you when you're dead, which, given your chances over the next little while, may not be far off, but mainly because you're really going to appreciate the image clarity and resolution when England unveil their 500-foot robotic Margaret Thatcher. Seeing the footage of it physically tearing the island of Britain from the Earth's crust and hurling it into space so that it may be free from Europe for eternity, well, that's worth the asking price on its own. Not to mention the future-proofing potential of an 8K screen that size. Who would have thought such a massive behemoth could run sustainably on nothing but school milk? Your lucky day this week is St. Swithin's. Your safe space is the space between spaces. And your lucky time was 4.30 yesterday. Didn't you get my text? And so it's time again for us to say goodbye and good fucking goddamn. Ah, oh, Kevin, that. No, that fucking hurts. Uh, yeah. Alright. I can't. Do you No, I never had what? anything to say. You know that. Just fucking hell. Jesus. Yeah, I remember we were more interested in making pyramids out of beer cans than watching this movie. No, we. Yeah, we just had to. We had to play Johnny Five games where every time he said something utterly ridiculous, we would drink or whatever. I mean, I seem to remember we played that with Frasier, didn't we? <laughs> no, I think that's just. I just think that we binge drink when we watch Frasier. <laughs> we just binge drink. Yes, it's the only way to get through it. Frasier's sort of terrible. I know it's supposed to be a fucking sitcom, but that 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 behaviour just. I don't know. I kind of. I. I would be, it's not just that he crosses the line so often; it's that he always does it in such a passe way. Yeah, it's kind. It kind of advocates the need to bring back capital punishment. I think. You know, <laughs> to not even just the ca- Fraser. Not even just capital punishment, but almost public execution. Like people need to see this be removed from their society. Well, I didn't get that from Fraser. I got more that the writers were saying, "Trust no one." <laughs> Particularly this large man. <laughs> you are alone, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you think about it, he—he's always sort of, you know, meaning well, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. So next time, um, we're doing another film. Hints to what it is uh, in the quiz. So see you then. Thanks. Thanks very much. Thanks very much for watching. Bye. 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 What is the core?